grown and sexy, but clean sometimes. That's what's up. That's we didn't say it was a family show, so there's that. Young Wait, are born. we? With that? With that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so that, are we? I don't know. We, over, we all over the place. <laughs> Had to come out of retirement. These these knees don't. They was snap cracking and popping, you know, like a rice crispy. But we made it do what it do. But I did take a couple of ibuprofen afterwards, though. All right. And you're listening to the only podcast that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion, and the only show that keeps our ears to the streets. While you grind in the 419. Yes, it is another edition of Mud Talk. We are back here. You good, Ms. Amy? Nope. Um, <laughs> I, I really I forget how short I am sometimes. Yes, Ms. Amy always got problems on the show. <laughs> Not today. We're good. You sure? It's going to be a good show. All right. All right. Well, speaking of a good show, we have a very special guest in the building. We have Mr. Anthony Solo Jackson in the building. How do you feel, sir? Hi, I'm feeling so good and great to be here with y'all today. Yes, we are loving the energy that you are bringing. We have so much to talk about with you. We got to talk. We got a whole lot of tea that we got to be able to talk about with him. But... Before we get to anything, we got to get to what we call Big T with the T. And okay. this is where I bring you some of the latest music news and fashion that's going on right now. So, y'all ready? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, first things first is police arrest suspect um, over the federal shooting of takeoff. Um, oh. So, yes, someone has mm-hmm. been arrested. Um, so, that all day. Yeah. I haven't been on social media or the news at all in like a week. So, I'm yes. So, um, takeoff, whose real name is Curse Nick Kari Ball. Um, you know, he was shot and killed on November 1st. He was 28 years old. Um, but now Houston police have said in a press conference that suspect Patrick Xavier Park, who is 33, faces a murder charge for the death of the late rapper. Uh, police Chief Troy Finner said, we lost a good man. Hundreds of people I talked to spoke to what a great individual he was. Police also announced the arrest of another man named Cameron Joshua in connection to the shooting. The 22-year-old was charged with illegally having a gun at the time take off the shot, but Police Sergeant Michael Burrell said investigators believe it was Clark's gunfire that killed the rapper. Mm. So, so who, who is this? That's like, how is he? So, one of his friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, so one of his friends, so the 33-year-old and the 22-year-old. So it was the friendly, they were thinking it was somebody that was connected with him. Yes, Yeah. yes. Um, so RIP takeoff, yeah. absolutely. Um, so police said that takeoff was not involved in the argument that was going on. Um, they just called him an innocent bystander. So, um, shout out to getting justice for takeoff. Um, you know, and it was a very unfortunate situation. It's so sad about it. It's just, yeah, it's, it's definitely sad. All right, well, in other sad news ah we have to hear about this man every single day in the news kanye west <laughs> you just love you some kanye t don't you <laughs> i can't help it it's just it's just as bad as donald trump when he was in the news every day so yeah, just make a way for, for, <laughs> right. no, for no reason um so kanye west is getting a lot of flack right now um so kanye has praised hitler in a new interview oh with goodness. conspiracy theorist alex jones 
Um, it comes right after the rapper recently faced other backlash uh, for making anti-Semitic remarks. Um, during an appearance on Infowars, uh, which was yesterday, with Jones, um, he said, Jones said to West, you're not Hitler, you're not a Nazi, so don't, so you don't deserve to be demonized. Well, Kanye responded back and said, well, I see good things about Hitler also. The Jews, I love everyone, and the Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love us and you can love what you are doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we are, um, what we are pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. Can we just get him on some meds and tell him to be quiet? That's it. Absolutely. That's all I need. Absolutely. And it's a lot going on. And right after that, he posted something about that. Um, Chris Paul from the NBA, basketball player, apparently slept with Kim Kardashian while he was married. Yeah. Listen. Well, I'm not surprised. What am I doing there? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, got, you got him talking about this. I'd be sleeping with him. <laughs> so, I don't know. Somebody kind of got a lot. He needs to figure out what this He needs a lot. It's a lot to figure out. Yeah. yeah. Please do. Well, in good positive news, uh, Britney Spears musical is coming to Broadway, 2023. She's getting a musical. Is she going to mm -hmm. be in it? Well, it's a Britney Spears inspired <laughs> musical called Once Upon a Once Upon a One More Time. Um, it's set to open in Broadway <laughs> in 2000. <laughs> yes, Once Upon a One More it's Time. Your song. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be happy about that. <laughs> no, <Britney. laughs> we need really so many chances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, times are gone. I feel so bad. I, I look at Britney like I look at Kanye. I, I followed her Instagram because I just needed to like just I just I, she needed some help. And she just yes. she there's a lot going on. You could just tell mental health wise. And I look at her a lot like Kanye. Like she's just being trapped in that cons what is it conservative? She was part of the conservatory. Thank you because I yes. can't talk to her. Um, <laughs> I feel like just now she's free and she just she doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And I, I just feel bad. Well, good for her for yes. this. Yes. So, uh, What's Upon It One More Time was originally scheduled to make its debut in Chicago in 2019, but was delayed to April, and then it was eventually canceled due to the pandemic. Um, well, it has now been announced that it's going to be a musical comedy produced by Tony winners James L. Netherlander and Hunter Arnold. It will open on Broadway at the Marquis Theater on June 23rd, 2023, um, but there's going to be a sneak peek preview starting on May 13th. So, mm -hmm. so you weren't feeling, you weren't sure about all that? I wasn't. I don't know. I'm just tired of giving these celebrities who mess up over and over again another chance. Right. Like, everybody deserves a chance, but they get more than an average person. Like, if we mess up, you're going to get two or three, four chances. Right. But they can mess up millions of times. So. I'm going to give her one more just because she's free now. One more time. Let's give her one more. She's free. <laughs> one more time. One more time. Okay, that was I'm not right a with plan. that one. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. And after that, then, then we can just, out. Then we can We go with that. But we'll cancel her after that. <laughs> all right well that was all the tea i have for y'all it was called big tea with the tea you know if i got some tea i'm gonna spill it here first right here on love talk oh. all right so miss amy is back like always and this week we are <laughs> you know she's just, always she's here. always she's here. Here. damn she won't go, go away Send that white girl home <laughs> who, who invited her so she's we back. love miss amy we love miss amy and love we love her because she always gives us our mental health moment and so today what are you talking about as far as mental health so today i'm going to talk about handling grief during the holidays because we are in the middle of holiday season you know we just got done with thanksgiving and we are moving into the christmas hanukkah um winter celebration 
Kwanzaa. I was getting there. Chill. <laughs> chill. The only thing I'm going to forget Kwanzaa. All right. I'm say, okay, Kanye. Uh, do not call me Kanye. I will fight you after the show. And I will win. And I'll record it. And he'll record it. And we're going to put on TikTok. We're about to go viral. So, um, and then we have the New Year's Eve. And, and I think it just, it's the time of year is the biggest. I guess compact area of holidays, and and a lot of times during the holidays, grief starts to creep up because a lot of our even early childhood memories involve um, our loved ones and our friends and our family. And it, when we think of those memories, you know, somebody said the other day, "Do you remember what you got for Christmas when you were five or six? And I was like, "No." But they're like, "Do you remember what your traditions were? Who was there? Where you were?" And it involves a lot of your loved ones. And we've talked about this before, but we're coming off of a pandemic where we have a lot of lost loved ones. We have a lot of things happening where people are, you know, we have a, a problem where people are OBing and passing away and there's a lot of violence and people are passing away and just a lot of things happening where people have lost a lot of loved ones. And I was telling Ty, I was going to talk about just handling mental health, but um, in the mental health field I'm in, I have dealt with more grief the last couple of weeks with people that I work with than anything else because the holidays bring up those feelings. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is, this is when we're just realizing that that person's not going to be there for those memories that we've made or, or how we remember our Christmas or our Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's. There may, there may be somebody missing from that celebration. Right. And that's tough. And Ty and I were actually out at Lenny's Dawn, you know. Sure. It's too late now. We don't ever go to Lenny's. This we is were, just a, we like a one-time thing. It's just a one-time thing. And, you know, I was talking about how I was just getting really upset because people were celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is my holiday. If you, we talked about that last mm -hmm. time. And I couldn't figure it out. And I was working with somebody in grief and actually... This is never so sad as cancer, but I'm like, I just figured something out about myself. It bothers me because Thanksgiving was my grandmother's holiday growing up. And to me, now my grandmother's been passed for more, over 20 years. And this is, what, this is how grief works. Grief will creep up on you and it, it can be a recent loss or it could be 20, 30 years down the road. And my grandmother was such an impactful person. My grandmother taught me how to cook. She had my Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, yeah. I brought it to him. I was so jealous because where was my place? Hey, you didn't have I, I put it up on Facebook. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. I put a post on Facebook and I said, anybody that wants dinner, I would drop it off. And I, me and um, my uh, one of the teenagers that I help with, we went around and delivered about seven or eight meals. People wanted one or didn't have one. But she taught me how to cook and that was her holiday. And it bothered me because when people skip Thanksgiving, for Christmas, it felt like to me that they were honoring my grandmother's memory in my head. That was the first time in 20 years I realized that. And I realized I was really grieving my grandmother. So in 20 years, that's how grief works. It just creeps up. And everybody grieves in their own way. Everybody so, grieves in their own way. But but the one thing about grief is, is it creeps up a lot of times when you're least expecting it. And it doesn't always look like grief. Sometimes it looks like a lot of just anger toward others mm -hmm. or toward yourself. Sometimes it just looks like a lot of like me getting frustrated, like quit decorating. My secretary decorated my office for Christmas. And I was like, oh, she's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, and I realized, I told her I was sorry. I said, I realized what it was. And so I think that it's important to realize that your grief is going to look different from other people's grief. And, and nobody, there's not a right or wrong way to grieve. So please, starting with what I'm going to talk about, understand that however you're experiencing grief, that's yours and it's okay. So that's the first thing. Um, so coping with grief. So how do you do this? So you've realized that there's somebody that you've lost. They're not going to be at that holiday celebration for the first year, or maybe it's for the 20th year. So how do you cope with that? The first thing to do is to find ways to honor that loved one if you're okay with it. Sometimes we're not there yet. And if it's a recent loss, a lot of times recent losses, maybe we're not there. 
But if it's a loss where you're feeling like it, find ways to honor their, their memory, to do something, to remember them. If you say a special prayer, if that's what your family does, if it's not, then that wouldn't work for you. Um, set a place at the table. That might be weird for some people. Some people might need to see that because they're used to that. Um, maybe you look through pictures, watch some family videos, talk about funny memories that you have with that person, just to be able to allow people to talk about grief. One of my very good friends lost um, one of her children at, at a, in their 20s. And I never thought about this because I don't have that experience, but she said the one thing that people do is they don't want to talk to me about my son. But what I need for them is I need funny memories. I need them to tell me memories. And so it's okay to talk about it if you're feeling like you want to talk about it. It's good to remember and find ways to honor that person. Be gentle with yourself. And understand it's okay to feel your feelings. Like you're gonna feel feelings and you might not realize it because grief does kind of go back and forth between sadness, anger, depression. I'm fine and I shouldn't be. There's a lot of guilt sometimes. Like, why am I not upset that I'm not missing my family right now? And that whatever you're feeling, acknowledge the feeling, understand that how you're grieving is okay, but don't bottle them up. Because when we bottle them up, then it starts to like we always talk about if you don't get it out, then act it out. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with feelings too. Um, don't forget to acknowledge your children. And this comes from somebody who works with children. Uh, a lot of times I have kids tell me, I don't want to bother my mom, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, aunt, uncle, whoever it is, because I know that they're really upset about our loss. And I don't want to talk to them because they're going to be more upset with me. And I think a lot of adults are so caught up in their own grief and they don't think that children feel grief. Um, one of the things that I'm actually certified in outside of just being mental health is that I'm a certified grief counselor which is people don't know that a lot about me because grief's tough. And I did that because I don't know how to handle grief. I, I had kids, kids talking to me, I'm like, I don't know what to say, I don't know how to handle this. And kids start grieving even as infants. Infants grieve, like, like you don't realize that because they just notice that something's different. And the thing that's different about children is that children don't just grieve one or two times. Every time there's a milestone, it reopens the grief as if it just happened. So when you have a child that has a milestone or a holiday or a birthday or a graduation, a prom, a dance, that grief gets reopened and they re-grieve. And I think a lot of times we just kind of push them back because you don't they may not show it because they're afraid to or they don't know how to. Maybe the kid's just getting really angry, really disrespectful, really they're not picking their clothes up like they should or whatever it is, that could just be the grief coming out. So don't forget them. Allow them. Give them some space to say, how do you want to remember the loved one, even if it's hard for you? So make a plan A and a plan B. Maybe plan A is always, I'm going to go to the holiday gathering. I'm going to be there. Allow yourself boundaries and say, you know, I'm going to be there for so and so time. Or allow yourself the space to say, if I get there and I'm not okay, it's okay to leave. Maybe plan ahead with the loved ones and say, I'm, I'm struggling right now, especially if it's a recent loss. I'm going to try, but if I can't make it, please understand it's, it's no offense to you. I just, I might need to go. And that's okay. Set those boundaries. The other part of that might be this. If you are um, realizing right before you go there that you just can't make it, especially again with a recent loss, your plan B might just be to stay home and that's okay. Do something with by yourself or with your family to remember the love and watch a movie that you might have enjoyed with the family or just maybe not think about the holiday altogether. It's okay to cancel a holiday if you're not feeling it um, because that, that might be what you need for whatever that time is. We talk about this nonstop. I know you're going with me. Go to counseling. Get a therapist. Absolutely. Talk it out. It's okay. Grief will not just resolve itself on its own i'm still grieving my grandmother of 20 years and it's still make i'm like i when we were talking it i was like trying not to cry mm -hmm. it's been 20 years and i've talked about it i've worked through it grief will always be there but it's easier now because i've dealt with it 
And so getting a person to talk to, they will help you work through the grief. Go to a support group. There are lots of support groups around, especially in the holidays. One of the um, area organizations is called Good Grief of Northwest Ohio. And they have support groups for all ages. They have, especially for children, it's a great place that you can go. And sometimes you don't want to maybe be alone with a counselor, but it might be helpful to be with other people mm -hmm. that are experiencing grief. Um, when my, I was talking about my one friend that had passed, my cousin actually lost her son that was the same age um, in a motorcycle accident that same year. And I hooked him up together because I, I don't understand that grief and, and, and I will never understand that grief right now because I'm not in that situation, but it was really helpful to, to have that support of somebody else who's been there and done that. To be able to just talk it through, they get it. They've been there, they can talk it through. There's no judgment, just get the feelings out. And that's really important. Don't hold it in, Get go to counseling, even if it's short term, do some short term stuff. Um, and then finally, it, you know, allow people to help you. For some people, that's real hard. I do not. Being a helper, I don't let people help me. But if you need help, let people help you. And it doesn't have to be like in an in-depth therapy kind of way. It can simply just be, I need to, I need someone to come over and watch my kids because I need to get out of the house and I need to just be by myself. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of times our feelings are coming out in maybe an angry way. Maybe you realize you're a little shorter with your kids. You don't have a lot of enough patience do some self-care, go shopping, whatever you need to do, just allow, because people will, they always say when, when people grieve, you know what it is, let me know how I can help you. What can I do to help you? Let them help you. If they want to come over and watch the kids, watch the kids. And if you're that person, sometimes you might just need to come over and help them. And I know that we've talked about, just, just do it. Because sometimes when I'm in grief, or if I, especially if it's a recent loss, I don't know what I need. I just need you to just do it. Just take over because I'm, I can't do anything. Um, you know, ask a friend to help you just get out of the house to go out and just have coffee, um, you know, maybe go out and get a drink or get dinner or something that can help you just get out of the house to not have to think about or be around the space, especially if you're in the same space where the loved one was often, so that maybe you just need a break from that. And finally, hire a professional. Honestly, like there are professionals out there that can help you with things like cleaning, organizing, um, you know, cooking food, whatever it is that you might need to do, that it's hard. Because when I'm feeling emotions, when I'm feeling depression, grief, loss, it might be just enough that I can do. And this is okay too. It's okay if it's just enough for you to get up out of bed in the morning. And you know what? If you can't get up out of bed someday, that's okay too. Just don't let that be. I always tell I always tell the kids that I work with, it's okay to feel it. It's okay to understand that you're feeling it. You just can't unpack it. Right there. And so if you need to be in bed for the day, be in bed for the day. But it, but if you just if you can just you muster up enough strength to get out of bed and just exist, that's okay too. And that's not just with grief, that's with any type of depression, loss. But Sometimes with that goes the cooking, the cleaning, the organizing, the things that, and I don't know about some of you, but if I am upset, depressed, stressed out, anxious, whatever it is, and my space or my, like, I need to cook dinner, I can't function and think about what I'm going to make my kids, or my house is a mess, or my car is a mess, I, I, I can't even function even more because I'm so anxious about the mess in front of me. Mm -hmm. And there is research that shows that if you have a clean space, you are less stressed, less mm -hmm. anxious, less depressed. Yeah. But if I can't get enough strength out of bed, then I can't help myself you know get to that space and so that's something that you can also do as well and so we actually i have a I have a great show sponsor if you are somebody we asked me that it was perfect timing so i was doing this uh, mental health segment and then we have one of our sponsors is a cleaning service um, that you could hire and that would be great they're, they're called the sister services 419 and so if you are somebody who's struggling you need some help cleaning the house um, maybe there's some residential cleaning that you need, some basic cleaning. Maybe you need a deep clean. Maybe you're like, I can't handle my space because my face is a mess. You know, you can hire them for that. If you're moving in or out, man, the holidays is a tough time to move in or out of somewhere. The last thing I want to do is have to clean the house 
a move in and a move out clean is like no other clean. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't have the strength for that or maybe you just don't want to do it. They will come out. They will do a move in clean, a move out clean. Um, they will come and help you with that. Hire them. I know it, 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 it resources might be a little time, but here's the thing. It's okay to spend money on that because your mental health is worth it. It really Absolutely. is. Um, so if you're interested, I decided to throw a shout out. Call them up. Uh, they, they will come out and they also do commercial cleaning too. So that's, that, I know that's a little bit different, but look, my office. I'm a counselor. I work with mental health. <laughs> At a kid the other day, he's like, I need you to get that desk clean because your desk is making me anxious. Mm -hmm. As a counselor, that's the last thing I want to do. So, you know, that residential cleaning, commercial cleaning, um, give them a call. The number is 419-320-7152. Let them help you. Let them come out and do that for you so that you can focus more on your mental health. So that when your house is clean, I had a cleaning service come out one time and I came to my house. I just wanted to lay on my couch. I want to do like carpet angels, honestly, because I felt so good about how clean it was. I didn't have to worry about the fact that like, I'm walking in the clutter. So please let them come help you. Sister Services 419, let them come out and handle that for you. And that way that you can focus on what you need to get yourself in a good space. That's so, right. Sorry, that was a long mental health oh, minute, but amazing. grief is tough. And, and I just, I, I, if it's been a tough couple of weeks and I've had to listen to grief after grief after grief after grief, and I have my own grief and we all have grief. And I just, Wow, look at me. Here we go. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> you don't know. It just solo was like, what was that? That's our, what have we got? A bar, a yes, bomb, but not like bomb. a, you know. <laughs> so, you know what? Get out. If you, if you are grieving, please understand that there's help out there. There's people out there that want to help you. And it's okay to take care of yourself and set some boundaries. Yes, please you do. Know. Cleaning is actually one of the ways I deal with stress. And I'm going to give my address up for that. Sure. So, I love it. What would you say? I'm taking my address. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, I just call I enough. Hey, it's up. fine. I'm just going to call Sister Services for one night. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have them come out. Yeah, I'm for real. I'm about to have them come out and handle it because I, no, I can't. I, I, I'm, I'm at the point now where I am already, I can't with my house. I just can't clean. Right. And these kids, you got kids. I don't know what's wrong. I clean, they make a mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can turn, I, I can like clean. That's their turn. job. <laughs> In their I'll head. tell you what. It is. It yeah. is. It is. It is. So, I'm always the only person that Marissa's things need to be cleaned or the trash needs to be cleaned. Mm -hmm. It becomes very, like, yeah, too yeah. much. I get overwhelmed and anxious, like, Oh, I, yeah. I'm a runaway one day. So thanks for letting me share that. I just, I just wanted. To, I just think that's really important right now because there's just a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot, of, a lot going on. Okay. And we've been witnessing a lot of people experiencing grief and death has been going on. It's just been so much going on in this world lately. We definitely, we need it. We need some feel good. And like we always say, you know, we're here. You need anybody. We got you. Yes. 988, that's our now, the number. If you are, if, the, if that grief has taken you to a point where you're not coping positively, mm -hmm. and maybe you're having thoughts of wanting to hurt yourself, kill yourself, um, you're having some issues where you need to talk to somebody, all you got to do is pick up your phone and dial 988. They're going to yes. hook you up with a licensed counselor that's going to give you the ability to talk it out, listen. And then if you need additional resources or additional counseling, they're going to hook you up with somebody in your area. So 988. Dial it up if you need it. Absolutely. You know, just, you can always call Mud Talk to 419-827-8255. It's the number. Yeah. Um, if you need resources, if you need somebody to talk to, we are here as well. Um, we are all more than happy to sit with you and listen. We are here for sure. I just charge eight hundred dollars an hour. It's fine. I'm just playing around. <laughs> I'm just playing around. I got you. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Amy, for that amazing mental health matters moment. We greatly appreciate it. Um, but right now, we have a special guest in the building. We have Mr. Anthony Solo Jackson. What's good, Mr. Solo? I am great. How y'all doing today? Great. We are good. <laughs> so we've been trying to get you on the show for a minute. We were just, I was like, man, I have this fine friend who's an entertainer, who's a model. Like, we got to get him on the show. And I inboxed him. He was just like, oh, man, 
My schedule's so busy, and he was like, wait a minute. I'm going to clear some stuff out. So I'm clear <laughs> your schedule for us. Sure oh, oh, so I keep up with this. So we Thank you. so appreciate it. So yes. So this is solo. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about you. So we spoke earlier. You are from the Toledo area. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I'm about. born and raised in Toledo, Ohio. Um, what can I say about myself? I don't know. I've always been into entertainment. Um, I've always danced. I've never done anything professionally. Like a lot of people think that I went to school to learn to dance and everything. It just kind of came off naturally. My mom danced professionally and I just kind of watched her. And I was like, I want to do something artistic. She also did like statues and stuff like that, candles, but I'm not hands-on artistic. I need to have an audience to give me energy and stuff. So yeah, just just little small town person, <laughs> got big dreams. Right, right. Now, so you started off, you said, with dancing. Has dancing mm-hmm. always been your love? No, actually, acting was. Um, I remember sitting down watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I believe it was, with my grandma. And I was like, Grandma, I, I want to do what they do on TV. How do I get into it? I never knew how, because I'm younger, I'm asking her. She's like, well, you got to become an actor. What he's doing is acting. It's not real. You see, you he dies in one movie, he was alive in another. She was like, go out and do auditions. And from there, like, I took my stepdad that I wanted to really pursue modeling and stuff. But back then, it wasn't so open where you could just be like, oh, I want to model without somebody trying to say, oh, you're gay. So I had to sneak it on him. So acting was more of the route for me to get in. Okay. Now, have you ever done any acting, per se, like plays or anything? Yes. High school was one of my first plays. I played The Hunchback of Notre Dame. But it was like a mix-up type of um, show. It was how Little Red got her hunchback. So I ended up marrying Little Red. Little Red, right? Yes, she married Hunchback of Notre oh, Dame. That's, that's oh, wow. children. We decided that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to wear like high school? Yeah, I was like, oh, wait, what? Oh, I missed this. Did you have to wear like a Hunchback? So I've always been artistic. They didn't know what they was doing. So I was like, you know, just let me make my own stuff. I will take a sheet, I will whip it up, and I put a pillow back there, and it really looked like the Hunchback, and I made my face all groupy. We need pictures. Yes, we do. Okay, we do. I need you to post those after the show. Let's do it. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So once you did the acting and then so and then modeling came. So how did you get into modeling? So after I did like the play from high school, there was a woman who was like, you know, actually was my drama teacher, some other woman. She was like, <laughs> we want, do, we, do we like this teacher? I love Should her. we shout her out? Miss Harrison. Miss Harrison. Shout out Miss Harrison. Shout out Miss Harrison. She was amazing. The most dramatic woman you could ever meet. Like when she says my name, she's like, you say Anthony. She's like, Anthony. Like, oh, she's she a drama was, teacher for sure. Yes. <laughs> Symphony on it. Exactly. <laughs> and she was a bomb teacher. She took her time because I have ADHD. And um, sometimes I learn to lower pace. And she really took her time to really get me to the point I am today. So I have all my thanks to her. That's dope. Shout I out to Miss Harris. So what was it like first stepping on stage when you first got your first modeling gig? Oh my gosh, it was nervous. What was it? Um, Epic Rocks Fashion Show. Um, they had it at the airport, um, at the Toledo Airport. Um, and that was a really a big show because I auditioned, not thinking I was going to get in, just going in to see how everything was. And Wendy Davis is my, well, Wendy Hendricks now, and Starbound Talent. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who managed me. She's been managing me since I was 16. Um, she was just like, I love you. I was like, I love you too. And <laughs> I was just in the show. And I remember going out there and all these people, I thought it was going to be like a 75 people event. 
it was like literally like 700 people sitting in that wow. place. It was really scary. Um, yeah, and people were screaming and I just went out there and I don't know, I solo is like a, a persona for me. When I get nervous, I just kind of just change. You go into solo. Yeah, I go into solo. So, what so are I'm you saying, solo or where, where are we at? Anthony right now solo? I'm Anthony. Oh. <laughs> How do we get to solo? Solo, you can see him every weekend at Hamburger Mary's performing. Yes. That's one of my questions. <laughs> my bad, I'm yes. sorry. No, I, just, I love Persona, so I'm like, I need to see both. Yes. Um, you can find me, uh, yeah, Hamburger Mary's Toledo, um, Georgie's 419. Um, tomorrow I'll be at Royal Oak, Michigan at uh, Club 515. If you yes. want a private show, he charges $800. Oh, that's what I do. Yeah, I do, I'll, do I'll, I'll, I'll trade you uh, counseling for the uh, private show. Oh, <laughs> we might just talk about that. a bargain. <laughs> so we kind of skipped some stones. Let, let's roll back. Okay, sorry, my bad. No, you're good. You're good, I promise. So you did the modeling thing, mm -hmm. and so then you decided that you also wanted to get into the drag business, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, did I say that correct? Yes, yeah, drag. Okay. <laughs> that's, so that's okay. Like, I need, this is, yeah, we, that's when you ask the white yes. girl stuff, I want to make sure that I'm being respectful <laughs> for what you yes. do. So if I say you do drag, that's, that's I'm not offended. That's perfectly right? okay. fine. What could I, what, what, so there's nothing that, that would affect, like, is there anything offensive that I could say or do about Um, that? no, not, it's not with me, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, Tell us about drag. So drag is a way to express yourself, but through illusions. Um, a real a cisgender woman could be a drag queen. A trans woman could be a drag queen. A man could be a drag queen. Anybody can be a drag queen. And it's, it's alternative drag. So like I'm a male drag entertainer. So I do like things like Powerline from Goofy Movie, Little Richard impersonations. Or you might see me do like RuPaul, depending on who I feel like. <laughs> So how did you get into the drag business? What made you say, like, you know what, this is what I want to do? Uh, I don't know. It just came in my life. Like, uh, modeling and everything was slowing down at that time. Um, I don't know. Dark skin just wasn't in at the time. Mm -hmm. It was, you got to be light skin, blue eye type thing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me try to play with some different endeavors. And I already could dance. And my friend invited me to an open stage at Legends Show Club. Mm -hmm. It's closed. Now, it was one of the best clubs we had here. Here in the North Angeles. Uh, right downtown. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I just don't remember. Mm -hmm. It was one of the greatest places that you could go really express yourself without having like judgment put on you and everything. It was for artists. Uh, but they got me in there. I did good. After that, the first day they asked me for a booking. Mm -hmm. They was like, I want you to come to a paid booking. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And <laughs> from there, I just became like a girl. And in that process, pageantry came along. They had gay pageantry. And someone was like, why aren't you doing like gay pageantry? I'm like, what is that? And they were like, it's just, you literally go to this place, you compete with what you have and they have different categories and you, you take it. And I did it and I, I really evolved in it. I evolved in it. That's what's up. Now, did you, uh, once you got into the drag business, were there any people who like didn't support you or kind of like oh, any obstacles, anything? What was that like? Oh my gosh. So let's just start where after I won the pageantry system, my West Virginia, because you have to wear prelims. Mm -hmm. And that's before I was even bigger. Um, I lost friends from that, just that small title. I lost friends because they thought that, oh, you think you're better than everybody. People want to take pictures with you. So I lost friends. So it wasn't even like a drag thing. It was like, a, now you're getting the big time. Yeah, people were really you're better than us. You're getting out of this small town. We yeah. don't want this. And, um, and by us being a small town, um, I work at Hamburger Mary's and we have like story time for children and stuff like that. And that's where the whole pedophilia talk and stuff like yeah. that, like why should kids be in this type of environment? And I'm like, 
why can't kids go to plays? Why can't like it's entertainment? As long as you're not doing nothing provocative, you're good. Absolutely. So I've been caught everything under the sun. But one thing about me, I grew up a gay person. I I adapted to it. I loved it. And I've been called every name under the sun, so it's just my energy when I have faith. So if you don't have faith, you ain't doing it right. So you guys said, what did you say? If you ain't got haters, you ain't doing it right. You're not. Man, can I steal that for my like kids that I work with? Yes, I you can. I'm gonna tell them that. I got some haters. <laughs> so, with that, so you, you know, had all these obstacles and everything. Mm -hmm. How did you gain the confidence just to keep pushing through? You know, for people who are going through this and want to be involved in these type of things, how do how do they get the confidence to keep it moving? That I cannot answer for you. Like when I say I step into another dimension when I go to solo, that's just it. Just I just always been like that. I've never been the type to give up. Like in elementary, I was the child who helped the other children pass the test, helped them get past the you obstacle. Cheated. Huh. You I didn't cheat. No, I helped them study. <laughs> like, I didn't cheat. Yeah, you didn't. You help. helped them study. Yeah, you were, you were study. the tutor. Okay. Yeah, I tutored them. Okay, so um, my question tutor. is, what's the difference between Solo and Anthony? Oh. Anthony is a little bit laid back. Um, like Solo has hair for one. <laughs> so when you see me with makeup and hair and like tight clothing, that's Solo. Do you okay. change the hair or is it the same hair? Like is I change the okay. hair. I have hair reveals. Like I could be in the air for one moment and then. I'm in a blonde wig. Like my my drag is so over the top. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. That's real dope. So I had a question yes. before the topic got changed. <laughs> Would you say, well, not even a question, more of a statement when he asked you, um, how did you have the courage and confidence? Mm. Would you say it's being authentic and being like just being yourself Very much and so. not caring what other people think about you? That's Very much what so. I would say, like, you know, to pass on to the younger generation who is afraid to come out of here. Mm -hmm. So has this always been you to be authentic, or, or is this? Oh, so this is how your personality. Yeah, is. Like, my you mom say, I'm authentic. Mom said you are. You yes, are, you are. my mom. Me and her had some of the because she's a harsh. She's very harsh. She's very. Um, she always said, you have a smart mouth. <laughs> and it wouldn't be me being smart. It's just me talking the way I talk. Like when I talk to you, I talk out of I'm genuine. Yeah. And I try to tell you the truth to the right, best way right, possible. Right. People sometimes take that. Yeah. Right. Right. I've had a lot of people that fight me for that. And it's like, why can't you deal with me with your mouth and not your, your, your fist? <laughs> so, right. Okay. My question is, what would you tell the people who's, who's afraid to come out and be open? What would you tell them? How would you, like, give them an aspect to just open, just be open? Be open. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard question. I've never been asked that before. Um, the best thing I tell them is, with me, I worked it out with my parents first. If we're talking about like the gay aspect, I worked it out with my parents. Me, I didn't really care about what the world thought of me. That's never been my aspect. I always wanted my mother to like me. I worked, I became an entertainer because my mom wanted her to pay attention to me. I wanted to make her proud, you know? So, and people would go behind my back, like her friends, my friends, you know, your son gay, da 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 da. And I haven't even came out yet. So why are you telling my story? Like, Word though. How did your mom handle that when they came up to her and said your son's gay? She handled it like a grown woman should. Yeah. So my son tells me that, get out my face type thing. And I yeah. love that about my mom. We, yeah. love, we love your mom, right? Yeah. Now. And mom, I'm always, love always worried about mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'm always worried about what she thought, uh, yeah. not what other people thought. So and that that's it common. Look, I mean, yeah. because I do work with kids that do have struggle coming out, and mm-hmm. a lot of times this right though. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's the family the struggle. That's from it's very much yeah. so. Yeah, work with your parents first because they're yeah. gonna be the number ones who. If if they accept you, they're gonna be the number ones who push you out further and make and you live your truth. Not even just that, but let's talk about being black and, and gay. I, being oh, black yeah, and you just took that word out of my mouth. Yeah, at that point, yeah, that that's a whole nother ball game. It's so, very hard. It's, it, listen, it's it's crazy because <laughs> in our in our black community, we are not our culture is not open to right. you know the LGBT community and whatnot. And so mm-hmm. you know, I always tell people to be it's one thing to be black but it's another thing to be black and gay that's like a double target it it's like a double target it's because double. you're because you're getting hate from your yeah. own community and you're, you're already getting hate because you're black and now that you gay oh they really Just gonna come around you. you have yeah. no chance with the way it make it seem but but um, it like, your mom your like, mom was ahead of time like that. i don't care yeah she and i love care. that about your mom because mm-hmm. she, she i can tell with your personality and she actually she when it came to me she was like anthony are you gay? Because people telling me this stuff, and right. I'm about to go fight. And at that point, <laughs> I knew that I had to say something. I was like, "Yes, I've, I've been dealing with this a long time. When I was dealing with this, this is what I've been for a long time. I just wanted your acceptance." And after that, it so was, was a it hard for you to tell her that? Yes. Before she asked me, I always said if she asked me straight on, I would say I never lied because she never asked me straight on. But when she asked me straight on, I told the truth. And it was a win beneath my, it was yeah. everything. Yeah, it was. Yes. And after that, all my haters. burden off your shirt. Yeah, I went to Facebook. I said, all my haters, y'all better watch out for me. You should. Because I'm coming for every last one of y'all because y'all took the opportunity to go to my mother. Of yeah. all people. Yeah. That's I will mm-hmm. never in my life understand you know, why people think they need to get in people's business like that. So this yeah. reminds me, I, I forget what Tyler Perry movie was. I know it's a Medea movie. Mm-hmm. There's this scene where like this boy, well, this, he's a young man, he's gay and everything. And he like, they're like outside of the barbecue, like have a little bonfire. And he has his boyfriend with them, but it, they don't well, know. that's the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he goes, he's like, I got something to tell y'all. And they were all looking around like, oh God. And then he was like, I'm gay. And then they just stared at him for a minute. And Medea was like, boy, that's it. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? Yes. Taking it to real life, I will say in my experience of working with people coming up, a lot of, I would say 90% of the time, when that's the reaction. You know, the, the, we, we know it's, it's there. Yeah, you can feel the, 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 the interaction. Like she said, you can feel when somebody's, it's not saying like in a bad way or anything like that, but you can feel that. Yeah. Have energy. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have that energy. It's a different energy. So um you understand it and you know it. So I mean now I saw on your social media you did your first drag workshop. Oh yes, oh, uh, my workout oh, class. How was that? Um so um solo Jackson's workout um Sundays. It was amazing. Uh, I taught everybody new hustles. So it's not a work. Oh, I need him to teach me the hustle. I will be uh, posting dates. So what it is, um, I didn't want to create a workout class because I feel like when people have workout classes, they feel like it's too much and losing weight and stuff. That's not what I'm about. I was like, I want to help build your endurance, your confidence. And if you want to build into that, we can do that. And I can help you do that. We're moving the title text. Oh, we are on the same page right here. I need, I need that. And workout is W-E-R-K, not W-O-R-K. Oh, so it's workout. I had what? Five students and all of them knew the hustle really good. The down south sucked. 
down south oh, shuffle. Yes. Oh, they was clicking their hands and twirling. <laughs> down south hustle go. Oh, you, you never heard of down south shuffle? No. No, I can do it right. Oh, okay. I can do that. Yeah. I mean, I might be white, but I can do it. You know what? Don't judge me. You already tried to judge my tune. I think it would be wrong. I will show you that shuffle. Well, they can go watch it on our YouTube page. They can. They better. I will show you my YouTube page. Shuffle, shuffle. And a lot of people are intimidated because if you see my performances, I'm split, kick, I'm jumping on the bar. Like, I'm getting people hyped up. So they were like, you were the. The energy of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, like, that, like, no. They're scared to come out, so I'm like, I want to take it easy, and we go build up slowly. Yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah. And there was a lady, uh, Amy Wexler. I don't know how old she is, but I know she's close. She's in her 50s. And, like, we were doing, like, the stretch where we take our feet and put it back to the ground. And she went way further oh, than me. sure it wasn't you, Amy. You know, oh! <laughs> that is a different show that we are not talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to leave that. My feet did not go by my head. Amy, so <laughs> make sure it wasn't her. Wasn't me. I, well, first of all, let's just rewind. I am not in my 50s, so I need you to take that back. <laughs> now, we can't just skirt, you know, skirt passes because you were part of the gay pageant, yeah. right? Yes. And you won, mm -hmm. and you were crowned Mr. Yes. Gay United. Yeah, State. all we can see is yes, Mr. Gay United. Look at that. Where was this pageant? So this, um, they held it in um, Roanoke, Virginia. That's where their headquarters are. So with pageantry, what you have to do, um, they have prelims, and they, which is state level. So I had to compete against, I think it was like three guys from Virginia when I did it, West Virginia. I competed at that prelim. I got West Virginia title, and that's just for that state. And then you have to go for the whole country. And I had to go against 17 other guys. And when I tell you, these guys were so amazing. All of them had wonderful personalities, all different parts of the earth, but we all had to come fight for this one spot. Uh, my first year, I lost, and I came fourth alternate, which is third place. Um, and then I went back off a golden ticket because anybody in top five gets to go back without getting a prelim. So I was, I was, when you read your score sheets, they give you score sheets. Uh, I had a lot of stuff on there. And you know, when you put your creativity into something, you're very sensitive. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going back to this yeah. and they don't know. Right. <laughs> 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 they didn't want me, you know. Yeah. And um, again, I wasn't defeated. I got over it in a day. I feel like we should weep for a night. And then after that, get going again. Where's that bomb? <laughs> He's just he dropping left and right. <laughs> Say I that weep, one more time. Weep for a night. And then keep going about your day the next day. I love it. <laughs> it's the same with problems. Cry over one night, yep. find a solution. And yeah, if you cry if you cry a whole year, you're gonna miss a lot of time and fun things and new memories. Yeah. So oh, I try to cry one night and keep going, but I beat 17 guys and um they gave me a title out of Ohio and I'm ready. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna you know bomb off that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got these bombs going left and Don't don't hit that again. Somebody it goes for like an hour. I swear he's gonna hit it again. There it goes. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you, sir. Hey, Brad, I need you to get your hands off the bomb thing. He's excited because the button's right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so when you were you so you said you had to compete for the state. The first year you were, was West Virginia. Yeah. So, but you said Ohio. So the second time you came back, you were representing Ohio. Yeah, Ohio? they had to throw me into Ohio because I had no state. I was on a voting okay. ticket. So oh, that's gotcha. like, yeah, you have to have a state. So I was like, okay, give me my state. Yeah. And I won it for us. I'm one of the first guys to bring it back to Toledo, Ohio. Wow, so, that's so, yeah. so, 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 so. Hey, hey, 
Right. Yeah. Right. You better fold those hands and go back. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah. Thank you. Wait, where did you get the block? We looked at blocks. Where's that one? Oh, okay. I don't know which one. You start pushing buttons. You'd be like, "Disturbing." So, as Mr. Gay United States, what are some responsibilities? I was just gonna say. So, you remember I was telling y'all about prelims. I have to travel to each and every last prelim. I have eleven prelims, and I have to travel within a year. Cause I stepped down in March, and I had to um, put up a new king. So they they fly me out, they pay for my hotels, they give me my booking fee to come book these guys and get these guys put a stuff international. Um, I have I'm an advocate. We don't have to advocate for anything, but it's best to do so. So I advocate for HIV and AIDS, mental mm-hmm. health, all different types of things. Anything that I feel that I can connect to, I try to advocate for. So if you need a travel partner. So. <laughs> and I mean, like, I'll be fine. I do need a manager sooner or later. <laughs> I don't, I just want to hire an advertiser. You got plenty of managers on deck. <laughs> I don't want to manage, I just want to be there to hang out and dance. All right, well, just be, I'll be the. <laughs> so, what is next for Mr. Solo? Um, Honestly, I don't know because I've done everything. I just need to. My mom was like, you need to pick something. But I'm so eclectic. I like to do music. I like to do this. I like to do that. So uh, more performing. I know I'm going to be into drag for a very long time. That's what's up. But you know what? I'm going to take that out the air. I'm going to do another pageant. (laughs) (laughs) The same bad pageant? Or is there other pageants? There's other pageants. So So we have Entertainer of the Year, All-American. Gents, we have America and America's life up there. And that's why I was like, we gotta say something different. Um, Gay America is a really big system. It's a very expensive system. Like going into that, you need to have like sponsors like Macy's, um, Balenciaga, I would try to get. <laughs> Listen, and if you if you do, I mean we we like that too. You know, just we're, we're there. We're your man. <laughs> <laughs> you are a big time sponsor. I need you to sponsor him. I'm always getting sponsored. We've yes. got. We're getting there. Yeah, but, I love yeah. pageantry. Pageantry is treating yes. me very well. That's, that's what's up. So when you're like have this title, you said you have responsibilities for like getting the other people that are coming up ready. Mm-hmm. You have your. You advocate. Is there any actual specific things they say you have to do this because of your title? It depends on your contract. Okay. Uh, my contract, I picked Gay United States because it's very free-based. Okay. They don't put you in a box where it's, oh, you have to talk about this, you have to talk about that. It's like, okay, get this done and your time and what you want to do. Because I can't, I don't know, I like my own boss. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they give you that, that, that freedom to become a king or queen. And we also have other divisions. We have more divisions than any other pageantry system. So what are some of the divisions? So we have Femme Fatale, which would be, if y'all two wanted to join in, our cisgender females who do drag. Okay. So y'all basically an over-glamorized woman. So wait, what does that mean? Teach me. Um, so you know when you go to drag uh, shows and you see the big makeup yeah. and the big lips, yeah. you would just do that. I want big lips and big makeup. You would make yourself a, what's her name? Uh, Why don't you do right? Like some of the guys do. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Jessica Rabbit. Yes. Oh, oh I, want to be, I want to be a rabbit. A lot of cisgender women do that. Um, they call them Femme Fatales. Okay. Um, yes. There's, we have At Large, which who people don't, they feel like there's a discredit against going somewhere my side, going against someone my side. Mm-hmm. We have plus size mm-hmm. um, pageantry for them, for male and female. Um, then there's just regular pageantry where there's Mr. Miss okay. and so forth. Kings, kings are 
how can I say it? Um, females, lesbians mm -hmm. who portray male characters. Gotcha. Oh, okay, I understand. Got I got it. I, I'm following. I like that. Okay. I got you. So, you, so there's all the different categories, and that's through the whole. That's the Mr. Gay. Was there like a um a company that runs? Like, how does that? Work? No, it's it's so many different companies. So, so these are just the different pageants. Yes, you, you can go into numerous pageantry systems. It just depends which one. They have lower ones and they have higher. I just wanted to go higher. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, we can't let you go because Shay has a game. That we I had a question oh, before oh, we. Oh, I like we, your question. We, we have a question. <laughs> so, wait, I'm, I kind of had two questions. But I'm kind of sensing that your biggest inspiration is your mom, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, what would you? That was my first question. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask who was your biggest inspiration, but from listening to you talk, I gathered it was your mom. So. Mm -hmm. That's great. Again, shout out to mom. Yes. But celebrity-wise, it'd be Grace Jones. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love Grace Jones, especially in Boomerang. Yeah, oh, yeah. she's yeah. so dynamic, so diverse. Oh. So what is your favorite part about being you? Ooh, mm. I like that. Mm. The favorite you part of my question me. being you. Right. I had time. <laughs> 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 right there. I'm glad I ain't no Wendy Williams. I would have been stuck up like <laughs> Android. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my nerd. Um, uh, can you repeat the question? What is your favorite part about being you? My favorite part about being me is inspiring others to do what either I have done or to do what they want to do. Absolutely. I come across a lot of um, right. a lot of souls. <laughs> I come across a lot of souls that just don't have that inspiration in life. I had a mother who was artist, so I understand artistry. And you have these artists coming up now with no inspiration, no backup, no no plan or anything. And I'm glad that I could be that person that'd be like, hey, I can take you A, B, C. Because I don't think people understand art. They don't. Because it, it, it's not always on the forefront of what things mm -hmm. that you need to do this, this. And art's not one of those. Exactly. It's an underappreciated yeah. area. And when yeah. you see the stuff that's on TV, like what they call a jibber jabber rap, mm -hmm. it messes up an art form. Yes. Like, I don't know. The poetry, yes. the lyrics. And then instead, it's just like, I know mm -hmm. what you're saying. So that's I, that yeah. I think that's the best part of me inspiring others. Okay. Speaking of, and of course, anything in life is better when you have support. Exactly. So not to throw something at him. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of, you are banned from that button. Speaking of jibber rap, it just I don't know, just in my brain. Not and, your rap. No, I'm not about to rap, but just how far away we've gotten from the poetry, you know, the poetry of the yes. art. Mm -hmm. um, do you remember the summer where that song Panda came out and he was just like, the Panda, 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 and I was Panda. just like, you're like, why? I could have done that. Like, yeah. why? Like, why? No. Like, no. why? And you know like pandas. And being in drag because I lip sync music, oh, yeah. I found out people don't even pay attention to words because I could be right there and I could say, it could be Panda, yeah. I could say Wanda Wanda. Yeah. People know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, people pay attention to the beat. Yeah, yes, and the groove sure. of songs now. I like to hear the the wording behind everything, so I can really I put it into a, a performance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's why Chicago's one of my favorite. Albums. Oh yeah, so that's why I love Kendrick Lamar. So yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, I love Kendrick. All right, you ready for this? Or that? Wait, I got my question. <laughs> I, you already know my question. 
So we do a segment. It's not the week for it, but we offer all of our guests. Um, we do a segment called Ask the White Girl. Okay. You can ask me anything you want to know about white people, and I will answer you. If you have a question, you're free to answer. Okay. So I've been working around. And no offense, I don't. I don't judge you. You do you. I've okay. probably heard. Can I ask you two things? You can ask oh, whatever actually, you want to know. Oh, ooh, I got a lot of stuff. Oh, so, God, here we go. <laughs> Lately, I've been I've, I've, I've working around a lot of occasions. Okay. You call me white people. White people. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. But you know what, really, if you here, we're going to break it down. Caucasians, mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a mountain range in Europe. Yeah. I'm not from Caucasia. I'm white. Caucasian? It's <laughs> for real, it's a place. I'm white. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So one of them told me that they don't use a, a rag or a dish towel to wash up. Is that true? But why do you, if it is true, why do you? Like, like in the shower? Yeah, when you're in the shower, they, oh, no, they just I, take the bar of soap. That is yeah. disgusting. What in the world? Mm, I don't know who told you that. <laughs> we need to meet with you for some hygiene. No, I, I don't. I, I, I actually, no, I've never heard of that. I will say this, though. Um, I don't, I use a washcloth every day. I change it. Mm -hmm. I, like, I use one to wash my face at night, different one in the morning, one in the shower. Um, there's a lot of loofah happening. White people love loofahs. Those little oh, yeah, the, poofies. We call them poofies in our house. I love um, until I read an article about what? The ones? Yeah. And then I read an article about how much bacteria they hold, so stop oh, doing yeah. that. They so do. White people, a lot of people don't, don't take the time to squeeze it out. Well, or wash it like thoroughly. Or you can yeah. actually So if you're using a loofah, please put it in a dishwasher cycle. It sounds weird, but it'll mm. disinfect it. But it actually holds a lot of germs. And I will say, I was an avid loofah user until I read that and couldn't figure out why like my arms were breaking out all the time. Mm. And that's what it was. I think that's part of it because if we're not, I'm not in spirit. Sure. No, I'm, his face I'm was like. Face. So if you, <laughs> I thought you're like don't spoil. No, your your first day back, I'm not spoiling. I stopped using those because they kept getting snagged on my. Well, it, and me oh. too. Well, right, so bad, and it actually holds bacteria, and I couldn't figure out why my arms were breaking out. So I read that, and I was like, ooh, I'm not doing that. Well, I think it's just disgusting that the same thing that you put on your balls and ass that you put on your body. But you know what? It's the same thing about sponges. Like, I'm going to say this too, like in your kitchen. I mean, but you're supposed to wash your body, your face, and your body first before you wash your ass. Okay, right, like there's then, a theory. Then, then you're going you to start over the rest. next day. Yes, the last place you wash and the first place like, you go. Like, like you, and, so the last place is going to be my ass, but then the right. first place tomorrow morning is going to be and my even face. You, so you're supposed That's to gross. disinfect in between. So so this is where I was So, so what you're supposed to do, change your... You're right. supposed to have a different rag to wash your face, yeah, and a different rag to wash. Your I don't. I will say that you're I don't to change it often. All right, not every three months. I don't. So I'm gonna rewind. No, I don't do that at hey, all. Hey, I don't know who's your poor today, right? I need to take it down about ten notches. I love you, but no. To answer your question, I don't wash my face with a washcloth in the shower. Like I just okay. use my hands. I wash my face at night with a washcloth. Okay. And then I, but I change it every day. Mm. And, um, but I will say there are people that I know that do use the bar soap because I think that the whole loofah thing, the dirty got to them and they mm. like the washcloth thing's not for them. Mm. So yes, I do think that there are people that do, if I can honestly say like, I have friends that are white and black and they, it depends on your personal preference. Yeah. I have friends that are black and mine that I literally did some bar soap and that's it. And so they're probably not using washcloths. Mm. I was, I can't assume I'm not in the shower with them. I don't shower with everybody, so I don't know. Despite what you said about my feet going in my head, I'm just saying. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but but I'm gonna say I so I don't know that that's a white thing. Mm. But I definitely can say that I, I definitely use washcloths and I change them every day because I'm not trying to get that nasty germ stuff all over my body. Yes. No. Oh. Okay. What else? What you got? Um, okay, one of my friends. Okay, one of my friends. She said, and she said in a white family. So she's, is she white? She's white. Okay. So she drank some water, and she was playing with somebody, and she 
and the water just went all over. She said that's normal in white families. I said, well, in black families, that don't. <laughs> I don't know that it's normal. Like, yes, it it. if I'm not in a swimming pool with them, I'm not going to do this to anybody because please don't spit on me. Okay. <laughs> that, we have different shows to talk about that kind of thing. But right now, don't spit anything on me. If I'm in a pool, like my mm. kids will be in the pool playing around. They will put pool water and do that mm. or take. My kids do this. They take the pool noodle and spit it at each other, and it's disgusting. It is a white thing. Mm. I don't know why. It is the. Oh, so she loves that. That's sure. all I had. Oh, you know what? I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Why do white people like to drink off of each other? Oh. Why do people stick their tongue in people's mouths? I don't know. Is it any different? Yeah. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say black people. I said people in general. People. I mean. I mean, black people do it too. Yeah. Who? Like, if you're drinking a bottle, nah, we don't first of all, we drink out of bottles. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm actually I'm a problem. Yeah, but I'm not going to put it. And by fountain, it's probably going to touch my mouth. Cause I, I don't drink after everybody. It depends on who you are. But I'm gonna say honestly, on my know. experience with I my friends who are black, I they I've had much more sharing of shared drinking apparatuses uh, than I have with my white friends. What we gonna get, Harvards? You must have some weird. They're like, they're like, here, taste this time. Like, no, did you just have your? I'm just saying, wait, like, don't yeah. you? Right. Oh, oh and you know what? When they take their food and they try to stick it in your mouth yes. and they taste this, absolutely. I will do. I will ask. I will ask you to taste something, but I'm not. To give the same spoon I licked off. Yeah, she had the same. And my dog court. didn't lick it either. Yeah, we was at Olive Garden. She had like ravioli. She's eat this, try this, and I'm like, at least take my fork and take right. Like I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm But again, we talk. I I don't represent. I, I might be different than I would. I've seen it. it There's a whole lot of <laughs> each other. I don't know why. Maybe we just think germs don't apply to us, just like they think a lot of other things don't apply to white people that apply to others too. Oh, we're not gonna go that deep. <laughs> you know, you, you know where I'm going with that. Buddy. We do. All right. Well, Michelle, this is your this or that. You got some questions ready? No, I'm good. I'm just playing. Okay, so we like to play a little game here called this or that. I'm okay. giving you two oh, options. Me. You get to pick one or the other. Okay. You ready? Yes. You sure? I'm sure. All right. Are we going? Are we going to give me some good ones? All right. What well, the last one's good. All right. I've kept it okay. safe a little bit. Don't keep it so, safe. <laughs> morning or night? Morning. Okay. Dine in or take out? Take out. Red wine or white wine? White wine. <laughs> Words or action? Action. Platform boots or heels? Oh, heels. Wait, wait, wait. Which kind of heels, though? Like the real pointy? Uh, six inch. Good for you. <laughs> wait, wait, is that part of the drag workshop? Because I need to. I need like a, I'm, I'm bringing the heel class. You need to. Very you soon. need to. The first time, the first time I wore, I wore heels like that was at work. I mm. high school. I needed to be taller than the high school kids. Mm. I wore those six inch heels and fell down the steps. Oh, first day no. of class. I do cartwheels and everything. Splits and heels. Okay, oh, you wow. are super impressed. I was <laughs> so much after I fell down the steps, leaving funny bones. Oh my god! And those, <laughs> those, are those steps don't yeah. play. Those steps are tough. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't do any tricks and heels. All right, so last question. Intense pain or slow and sensual? Ooh. <laughs> well, she went from heels slow to that. Slow and sensual. Okay, with the heels on. With the heels on. Whoa, where we at? We need that clue bomb. No. Well, no, we got the <laughs> no, We don't need more bombs. <laughs> There's a bomb happening. It's just not there. there. <laughs> okay. 
You went from heels to that. Wow. I could have went. There was not even like a medium one. There was just a heels to you that. Got some harsher questions? Huh? You got some harsher questions? No, you want to oh. hear it? <laughs> you want some harsh questions? Oh. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Oh. wait. You want one of ours from our like our like sexual? I remember. Sure, right? I love hard. Right, questions. tied up or choked? Mm. I'm gonna take choked. If you push that fucking button one more time, it is. I will fight you with Okay, I need. I need. We rewind. Choked or tied up? Um, choked because tied up is too far. Really? And it's too close to slavery. Oh, that part. For me, okay. When it comes to sex and bondage and all of that. It takes a lot of trust. It's a different time. Yeah, because yeah. what if they see your phone, you text somebody like, oh, I remember I seen that and start beating you. Uh, I'm good. See, I actually, <laughs> I actually leave you tied up. Oh, when I get out of here, oh, baby, I'm going to jail. Yeah. But I look at tied up the same, or choke the same, I, you don't choke me because you could kill me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't trust you. you don't you put your hands on Well, at least throat. my hands are free and I can turn on Yeah, because your hands on my throat could kill me. I don't trust what? you. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask Ty to choke me. This is not how much I'm going, but I'm just saying. <laughs> right, after dark. To me, choking heightens the sensation. Mm. Absolutely, but again, I can tie me up all day. Again, why are you gonna... having sex with somebody you don't trust? Now? Because just... if I don't trust you and I, you hey. tell me there is no, like mm. I wouldn't even <laughs> <laughs> if I'm laying down with you, everything is not everything. Most stuff is on the table. Well, don't judge my life or any baseline. No, I'm not saying <laughs> we don't judge my talk. But what I'm saying is, like for me, I guess for me, you can tie me up. Yeah, she did. She talked to me. I love this much. But listen. Here's my thing. You could tie me up, and mm. you're not gonna. I, I might not die from that. You choke me and touch the wrong spot of my. I'm, I'm dead if you touch my throat wrong. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, there's a certain about. limit to that. Like, there I, is. people now are this. Right. Like, like, this is I, not. We are not a horror film. I like lightly choking. I will let you choke me with your arm. This part. That's it. Don't fucking touch me. No. Oh, you would be putting a headlock. I'm fine. You're not gonna shit on somebody. Like, I just, I don't know. Did you say? Back to show somebody is not one of the two choices. Do we have any? Do we have harsher ones? We have the other thing. Shay, you gotta come up with this. He wants harsher ones. We're, we're putting her on the spot. I like this. Oh, the hair. Oh, oh, hair pulling or smack the shit out of him. No, okay, so yeah. hair pulling or ass smack. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that's like a both question. But I, if I have to pick a top, um, ass my hair and smack my ass. Yeah, <laughs> all right, let's see, twerking or grinding? Grinding, I think grinding is way better. Because twerking, there's just a lot of bouncing. Yeah, you just grinding that's that slow and sensual. Yeah, that's and the like plus, I don't have any booty, so right. don't <laughs> plan of being trying to. I, 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 I do, but do you do twerk lessons? Because I haven't got I do squats. I do squats too. So we're going to do a um, 500 squats in one session one day. I'm sorry, what? 500 squats in one session. So you can't squats out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but time out, time out. And when I'm doing 500 squats, my, my ass is just going to twerk itself. I love squats. I'm just saying, like, you, I, I, tell me how squats and twerking intertwine. So it helps your booty, it helps oh, control yeah. your booty a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I do different squats. I don't just like not. Yes, it does. If you do it to the beat, you can. Uh. Oh, I can. I can um all day. I can um all day. I can dance. We, we know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is it's only I know. It's barely past time. Where is? We need the censorship button. Right. <laughs> hey, sorry. 
Okay, or, okay so for, oh, top or bottom. Uh, uh, a word this or that. For you me, are For me to be top or bottom. Top or bottom. Top. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I like this. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? This is like I don't. This is like a more like a NASA wagger, but I don't know this because. Mm. So it's top or bottom. So if you meet somebody that you're really digging and they're a top two, how does mm. that work? Um, they bump him. Uh, they playing swords, I guess. Well, I'm just going. To say, like, is, is that like is that like a hard pass? Like is that like a like I'm a top, you're a top, and we figure this out. It's I'm digging you, but like. Um, I think I guess it just depends on the person, um, because that will be a lot of oral, I think, like, because yeah, hey. y'all not going to enter each other when y'all be playing the scissors or, like you know, that. Oh, you know, oh, I'm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm very excited. I don't even know. <laughs> for me, it's a give and take of power. So mm. for you to be a top or bottom, like you top, yeah, straight, 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 Stuff going down. I'm not. Like, mm -hmm. they grow, how are you here? Yeah, they can do what they want, though. I would prefer if this don't come. I don't know. So, like, so if they're doing that to you, like, are you like, a, you don't have a preference? You're like, do you? That's yeah, do life. you. This is why I'm like, I spit. Yeah. You swallow or strike too. I it's spit. Good. I have to spit. I'm not swallowing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it depends on the person. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, though, it does. Why there's a whole lot of hygiene. Person, no, there's a hygiene. There's a hygiene thing. And there's, then I'm not swallowing shit if I don't love you. I'm sorry. No. Well, I feel bad. For me, it's first more of all, it's not even going in my mouth. If like, you don't love me, <laughs> okay. why should you be fucking up? Listen. The same me, reason why everybody else is doing it. Hey, why are you judging well, me for that, sir? But it's not I'm, I'm a shade though, and it's I'm Dr. Feelgood, okay? Okay, Dr. Feelgood needs to Dr. Feel it down about 10 notches. <laughs> no, but for real, it's a hygiene thing. For real. To answer your question, it's hygiene. Because there, everybody has different no, hygiene. I'll you on there's different tastes, there's different, like, yeah, you're not. You and it's not even, a, I'm going to take that back. It's not even a hygiene thing. It's a diet thing. It's a mm. it's a genetic thing. Yeah, like there are just some people who drink Tennessee all day. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you just really like some fucking Hey, yeah. maybe That's yeah. why people don't have to drink. I mean, uh, you know what though? That might be a myth because I feel like I. I mean, never mind. This, this might be a little personal, but like, let's talk after dark. Oh, is that is it after dark? It is after it's dark. After dark. It's after dark. It's after dark. 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 But to tell you, tops. They, I've had met tops who yes. will go between each other. Uh, okay. So there's ways to. So there's ways to go because that because yeah. I feel like that'd be or a toy. Right. Because I know I know it's a very like this is me and this is this is what I do mm. and I think it can. I I was always wondering if it's like a circuit source of contention. Like I really like this person. They're not my compatibility when it comes to like, yeah. So this it is. That's no such thing. Touch my world. line. They I'm not gonna spill it. Have I ever spilled? Uh, I might have broke tables. I might have. I might have broke tables or stools. I have spilled the wine. I will hold it. Uh, this ways, I'm very traditional. Okay. Like, I'm very traditional. Is that a question that you ask like off the top though? Well, like, um, like no. So I think that's very disrespectful yeah. when on the dating process. Okay. Like, uh, don't just come to me. Are you a top or a bottom? And this guys that you'll be in the club and they'll just ask you that straight off. I tell people all the time, I am a golden boy slash girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very old in the mind. Yeah. Like 
if you want to date me, you, you better have, lose me. You better yeah. Lose me. Is that equivalent to the guys at the gas station that like try to? You know, yeah, like that. Like, what's up, bitch? Yeah, like listen, oh, no, no, I don't know. I don't like, like at that. that point when they ask me my preference, it's not interested. <laughs> exactly. That's my preference. I like gentlemen. Yeah. I like I like I like somebody that's <laughs> smart. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And that's a conversation you have in the. Like okay, now we're like each other. Now we're gonna have a conversation. About yeah, you. I mean, you naturally learn stuff like that because they it'll come out sooner or later. But at but the I club, so if you are somebody that's trying to trying to talk to somebody at the club, do not ask if they are a top or bottom. That is not your business. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is that is equivalent. But to, I blame I blame the look up culture. Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. you know some people do that. Um, I I don't look up. Right, and that so, and that's yeah. where I was coming from. But that's like the hookup culture is why you and I can't go to a gas station without being hollered at. Or can I get your number? Mm-hmm. It, it's everywhere. Yeah, and I'm demisexual too. And demisexual is basically I would not give myself to you unless there's a connection. A connection, yes. 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 Intimacy connection. Mm-hmm. Mental connection for so, me. Are you in a relationship right now? Huh? Are you in a relationship? Yeah, but I'm in a five year relationship. How'd you meet how'd you meet him? Oh, so okay, so um he worked in the mall at uh, is it Bath and Body Works? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I always liked him, and I had to think like people in in the gay culture because I don't think the same sometimes. So I was like, "How can I'm scared to go up to him?" And I'm not asking nobody out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, "How can I get his attention without getting his attention?" And something told me to make grinders. Make grinder. I never had one, but I knew that's how people talk. So I made it, did my little thing, walked in the store. I guess he got like the signal from it because it's like the location. Yeah, and he 15 minutes later, ting. <laughs> that's a, that's a, honestly that's some slick dating advice. Yeah, like you're like I'm about to make this grinder. Yeah. I'm walk where he works, so it definitely. Is I left a web, and after that, uh, we kicked it off, and I deleted that app right away because, like, five minutes of having it, it was crazy. You looked your fish. Huh? Yeah. You looked your fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, like you were trying to date. You were just trying to get it. I just wanted one. You just wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> well, since he is Mr. Gay United States, okay. This is Tispa T, right? Nice. All right. So Tispa T is where I give you five things of what you should or should not do. Okay. And since you are gay, Mr. United States, I'll give you five things of what we should or should not do as a country. Okay. We got some shit that we doing out here that we need to stop doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tip number one, we need to be single, single as a country. We need to date a president. We need to go on speed dating as a country. We need to do something because these last couple presidents have been ain't shit. Okay. You know why? Because Obama's at the bar here yeah. and everybody else can't reach it. Listen, I'm like, I don't know. We'll, we'll I'm about to, hey, don't send me an email for him, baby. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we need Trump back. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Red and I are about to fight in the parking lot later. Never mind on the security. Right, great that. All right, tip number two. Stop voting old white men into office and just bring back Obama. Thank you. I am tired of the George Washingtons in office. Okay, let them go. Okay, they haven't worked yet. It has. Hey, I'm sorry. Working. I'm sorry. Can we also get like maybe a female in there? Because you said Obama. I need I'm in here too. Michelle was in there. I was voting for Hillary. Yeah, yeah, I did. You mean like asking president? Well, you just said bring back the Obamas. I'm like, bring back me a, it can be a female if it's a female Obama version. Hey, if it's Michelle, she wants to run. Hey, yeah. I'm supporting. I like her. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine is her like whole, like, let's make children eat nasty yeah. lunches. But other yeah, than that, too much thing, I'm not with it. But everything else, I love it. Okay. Uh, tip number three, you know what we need to do as a country? Smoke weed. 
We would be better <laughs> people if we all smoke weed. Mm-hmm. We would all be so chill. We would love hey. each other. Oh, and, guess what? and you know what? In the farm industry, we just boom. Yep. We would eat. It's all right. I'm going to say now. We wouldn't have time to hate fun. each other because we'd be too busy eating. Eating and loving. Eating and loving. And just chilling. And that's my tip number four. We need to go back to love. We've gotten so yes, far we, away. Legit love. From love, empathy, compassion. We've gotten so far away from that, and we need to get back to that. So, can we get back to loving each other? Can I go? Um, can I say? I just love that you said empathy too. Because yeah. it's not just love. It, empathy is huge. Absolutely. People don't get it. We are we are very much a all about ourselves situation, and we need to be about what yeah. other people's feelings. Oh, and I ain't done yet because I got tip number five. So tip don't number you push five. that button. You're five. already five. in. Like, yeah. Who woke okay. this guy up today? He missed us. That's all. I okay. know he missed us. Tip number five: What we need to do as a country. Mind your goddamn business. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Stop okay. worrying about what people do, who you love, what you do. Amen. As long as you are not harming yourself or other people, I don't give a damn about what you, you know do. what? This is like this should be like our mud talk mantra because we say it every week. Yes. We don't do you. Yes. And and don't judge. It doesn't matter. We don't judge. So mind your goddamn business. You know, I actually I look I actually saved I, I mean, this is like I saved this because I was feeling this so much. It is exactly what you just said. Yes. It said if it makes you happy, then it doesn't need to make sense to anybody else. Oh, exactly. That's it. Thank you. So, yes, give me that DJ clue on that tip for tea. But yeah, yes. people need to mind their goddamn business. Y'all so worry worried about, about what other yourself. people do. Y'all worried about what people smoke, what they drink, what they eat, who they loving, who they not loving, but black, white. What I eat don't make you shit. So don't worry shit, about what okay. I'm doing over here. They want to be a tax bracket, a no, social security number. They <laughs> so, no, we worry more about what kind of human they are and, 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 and maybe yeah. just try to and not, how they treat people. Awesome. Work about the kind of person they are and not about what's yeah. going in people's vaginas. Mm-hmm. But and that's what they're talking about people. Why don't you try to help them? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. That part lying. For sure. So that was Tis with T and that was five things about what we should and should not do as a country. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Well, Shay, you're going to end this thing on off with us with our Shay with the shit. What you yes. talking about today? Okay. So today I have for y'all what I like to call the seven rules of life. Oh. So number one, let it go. Never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday. Mm-hmm. Number two, ignore them. Don't listen to other people. Live a life that's empowering to you. So if it doesn't make sense to anybody else, it's not. That's mm-hmm. your problem. Yeah. Not mine. Number three, give it time. Time heals everything. Yes, it does. You know, that's the only thing you can do sometimes. Number four, don't compare. The only person you should try to beat is the person you were yesterday. Respects. Unless you're so, going to be a little bit better than the person you were yesterday. But that's why you're trying to compete about yesterday. I love that. Yeah, so self-explanatory. I love it. Number five, stay calm. It's okay not to have everything figured out. Know that in time, you'll get there. You think that, like, I, I hear that. I think we are in a very... Speaking of our country, we're in a very anxious society. And I think it's a really hard for people to stay calm sometimes because they just want to have all the answers. Oh, yeah. Everybody, anxiety is a big mental health yeah, issue. Everybody's right? on 10. Right I now. struggle with anxiety a lot. And that's what made yes. me start going to therapy and then yeah. learning ways to cope and deal with, you know, everything I have going on. And sometimes I'm not comfortable opening up to everybody or even anybody, yeah. for that matter, about the things that I go through on the daily. Right. And it's not their business because... You're only gonna judge me, not help me. Right. So what's my mm-hmm. point of pouring out my problems to you or my mm-hmm. heart or anything that's weighing me down? It may not even be a problem. It may be something I'm just struggling with 
and I don't know why or where it came from. Or just a life choice that people don't understand. Yeah, like not even a life choice because my choices are my choices. Right. It's more so like maybe I'm burdened with something that I it's beyond my control. Yeah. And if I can't control it, I'm already stressing enough. But yet if I explain it to you, then you you're stressing me out more yes. because here you come with your suggestions, yeah. your better way of doing mm-hmm. this or what type of person yeah. I should be or what choices I should make. And it's not your life. Right. And the judgment, you know, just to piggyback off of that is that, like you said, people don't spill their problems to other people because they're afraid of the judgment, which is the same reason why people are afraid to go to therapy because right. they're like, I don't want them judging me. Let me tell you something. You pay them good ass money, they have to shut the door. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> so, now. I'm going to speak from a licensed mental health professional. I don't judge anybody. If I judge somebody, please take my license and tell me to stop. Yes. Because my job is not to judge you. And I get that all the time. You're going to judge me. No, I promise you I'm not. Because here's the other thing about, about therapy and counselors, too. We do live in a very, because we, when we, especially when you're having a mental health issue like anxiety or you're having concerns, you're, you are very, you, because you can't worry about other people, you're very concerned about what people are thinking about you. Mm-hmm. So you are then, therefore, thinking that everybody that's, listening to you is is judging you and yes. i promise you as a counselor you've probably heard it like 100 times not your specific situation but overall we've heard a lot about that general problem there's no judgment because if people are a counsel if you're not at their therapist and counselors if you're not there to help other people and not judge them please quit your job yes because really we're just there to simply we care about people so much i don't want to judge you i just want to help you get to where you are and by help you that means help you get to where you are not when solve I, your problem for it. I don't have a magic wand. When I, I, first started going to, when I first started going to therapy, shout out to Jasmine Pope. Jasmine. Um, I love Jasmine. She does an amazing job. And I went to her and I was just like, oh my man, like I really want to tell you my problem, but let me open up so I can get my shit together. And I told her and I was like, if I hear about my shit in the street, I swear to God, I'm on this whole entire business. <laughs> and she was like, oh, excuse me, sir, it's called HIPAA. Like, yeah, right. Like, I cannot tell your business. I said, oh, so I'll pay you to shut the fuck up. And we've never, <laughs> right, and, I love, and we've never actually said that. Just, like, we are legally and ethically not allowed to tell anybody yes. anything unless there is a safety, suicide, homicide, self-harm. <laughs> so, therefore, just so you know, if they are a licensed mental health professional, and trust me, we, it's my job, I need money. We're not telling anybody. Yeah. So it's okay. It's safe. I'm friends with her husband. I was like, let me let me get to work and Chris be like, hey, so I heard boy, let me find out the pillow talk. But um, so shout out to Jasmine. So yes. there we go. Okay. So then number six, it's on you. Only you are in charge of your happiness. Nobody else, and let me be clear about this, they can only add to it. So you have to provide your own happiness and be happy with who you are and everything you're doing. So then when somebody else comes into your life, they can only add to your happiness. And if they're not, that's a word right there. Ooh, because sure. don't get that. They don't get that. That's that's they try to protect other people. Yeah. You, it's your right. happiness. It starts with you. Because you. So yeah. people are going to let you down. Oh, yes. oh, definitely. Self-care Sunday is my favorite day of the week. I love self-care Sunday. I love self-care Sunday. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. If you're not doing that, do it, please. And number seven, smile. Life <laughs> is hard. Enjoy it while you have it. Yes. And that's a big one. Enjoy it while you have it because tomorrow is not promised for nobody. Nobody. We can walk out these doors right now and it could be somebody outside angry about whatever and take life from you. So smile. All right, which one of you pissed these people off? That's what I want to know. Who, who did it? Right now. Right now they pissed me off. Right. All right. So, that, that was that's all I had. That was good. That that is life advice. Yes. Please listen to that. Yes. That is it. Well, thank you. 
Shay Renee with Shay with the shit. We appreciate you. But we also got Can I get my clue bomb? Oh, yeah. yeah where's your bomb? Right. Yeah, I ain't bringing my knowledge Really, honestly, that's it. Like, if you could follow those lessons, oh, yeah. You'll be good. Seven steps of life. That's what's up. Remember those, and life may become a little bit easier for you. And you know what? It's okay if you can't get to all seven. Just try try one. Try one that you're not already at, and then you'll be good. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Anthony Solo Jackson, for stopping by. We thank appreciate you. you. Please make sure y'all get out and support him over at Hamburger Mary's, over at George's 419. Oh, can I ask? Is there a specific show that you're in? Is there a time, a place? Like, how do we find um, you? So I'm usually every weekend. They just okay. kind of keep pushing me in. Um, so Friday is um, 7 and 9. Okay. Show starts at 7 and 9. Saturday is 5, 7 and 9. Huh? It's Friday. Oh, I told you I cut the day for y'all. Oh. <laughs> yes. oh, so yes. what is your next performance? So my next performance is tomorrow in Royal Oak, Michigan at Club Five Fifteen. And then here when? Um, next weekend. Next, next weekend. Seven and nine, Hamburg Marys. Mm -hmm. And they call you solo. Call me solo. Sign <laughs> solo. Okay. I'm calling the reservations. Please do. We are there next free. Saturday. Huh. Say solo. Can we get in front? I don't know if they go through the best. Are you getting yeah, it's, it's, it's a restaurant. It's a four dollar show fee. Oh, is it real? I was just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I, I've never been to the weekend. I went there in the weekday. Okay, that's yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. so that's free. Mm -hmm. And then I think there was like some pictures and some things that they had to match. You tip. Please tip. I've never been, yes. but I've always wanted to Yeah, come, come on, like, uh, when RuPaul Drag Race girls are there, like, they What's really finish. Have you um, ever met RuPaul? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Like like what girl. is that? I mean, rewind this. What's uh, RuPaul? RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul? No, no, your Drag Race, like, that's at Hamburger Mannings, or what it be? Oh, no. so we 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 take uh, RuPaul Drag Race girls that be on the show, yeah. and we book them at Hamburger Mannings. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. All so right, go ahead. Yeah, but you don't know who RuPaul is. No, I do. Okay. She was you, you were talking over my RuPaul. question, which right. was, what What do you do at Hamburg Mary's? I want to know what's local in Toledo with RuPaul. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we get, um, I think the next person we had, well, last person we had was what, uh, it wasn't Kennedy Davenport. Oh. It was, can't think of her name right now. <laughs> I went to one of Solo's performances at Georgia's 419 last summer, or maybe before that. Yeah. Well, the first one, though, I saw you perform at the Love Fest. When it was outside, Ooh, I think yeah. it was like before oh, COVID. Yes. And I was just like, dude, it's killing it right now. And I was just like, I was like, that's my friend on stage. Like, I've never seen him before. Can I tell you that I've been sitting here the whole time? And I, it like just hit me that I've definitely seen him perform before. Have like, you? Yes, my friend had a divorce party and we went to Georgie's. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Oh, that's where I was at. It was crowded. It was great. It was good. I meet so many people. And when I see them again, I'm like, oh my God. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Well, make sure y'all get out there and support Mr. Solo Jackson. Thank yes. You so Thank you so much for coming through. It's been a pleasure. If I can be back, I will be back. Yes. <laughs> yes. We love it. Well, on the next show, it's a very special episode. It's our Christmas special. And we have Bishop Brandon Parker from uh, Canaan Manifest Word who's going to stop by and talk about all the amazing things that Canaan Manifest Word is going to be doing for Christmas. We're going to be doing some silly Christmas shit, I'm sure. I don't know. They're trying to get me to dress up like Black Santa. Ooh, I do work with him. Huh? Let's go work with him. That's not our FYL episode. Is it? Oh, no, there's a 30th one, too. Oh, wow. Okay. This is just the straight up Christmas. Just straight up Christmas. It was just November yesterday. So, was, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Bishop Randall Parker is going to be on the show and all the amazing things they do at Canaan Manifest of Work. So there are holiday stuff they have coming yes, up. Yes, holiday stuff they have coming up. Um, and then we're going to have, are we going to do Ask the White Girl? Yeah. All right. Oh, is it this one or the 30th? Maybe we should do the 30th. Whatever you want to do. Yeah.
Well, maybe Bishop Randall Parker would have some white group questions. I don't know. <laughs> and that's that's located on Western and yes, Western uh, South. Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Maybe that's when we send the white girl to church.